Hello, hello, Ishies. Welcome back. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. You are in for a little bit heavier on the toxic side today, kids. But if there's one thing that being Wellish is, it's being fucking real. So <laughs> let's get it. I always have felt that being in a relationship was less desirable than dating around. Dating around, I always feel, is so glorified, it's sexy, it's wonderful, it's fun, where relationships seem to have more of this stagnant, boring stigma to them, and I'm I'm sick of it. I've always been a relationship person. Now, if I'm being honest with you guys, <laughs> I've never really given much opportunity to the dating around life because truthfully it makes me fucking miserable <laughs> like every time I'm in that opportunity I'm not happy so <laughs> whether I'm single even if I'm miserable or in a relationship I will always feel like it's so much more spectacular and cool and sexy to be a person that's dating and sleeping around I just have a hard time letting anybody into my body, like letting any person insert themselves, like literally, like quite literally inside of my body, my person. I love her. Like, I don't want these grimy motherfuckers inside of me just because I'm trying to prove a point that I'm like good enough or that I'm cool enough or that I'm sexy enough, like desirable enough. Like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I wish I could. Can't. Okay. The other thing for me, and I've talked to you guys about this so many times, I cannot do surface level relationships. Like I need to be able to have like genuine deep conversations with you. And if we're not doing that, I'm not gaining anything from this relationship and I don't have time for it. And that's literally what dating around has to be. Maybe like friends with benefits, but like I don't believe you. Like if you think that you can have a deep connection with somebody and also be fucking them. It just it's it's you're either dating or you're mentally ill because like the emotions and the fucked upness that that does to your psyche. Like, I don't believe you that you're happy. I don't believe you that you're having a good time. I just always felt like I would be a better version of myself. I would be cooler. I just would. I, and I hate the use of the word cooler because it just like sounds so high school like clicky and like like people are better than the others actually in adult life but like I, like I'm not comparing myself necessarily to others well maybe a little bit but just like as my own self I feel like I would feel better about myself if I was able to conquer that because to me doing that means that you're able to choose who you have in your life and who you get rid of from your life it makes me feel weak that I'm not able to do that in a sense I swear to God, I've always felt this way too. Not even just my self-image and what it would mean to be a person that's dating around, but also that it's not talked about in a cool light to be in a relationship. And that's so aggravating too, because no matter what, I feel like I can't win. It's like being in a relationship means you're boring or lazy or you settle or for people actually being attracted to you, it's like you're too much work. You're too much of a commitment. You like want to be respected and people don't want to do that. <laughs> you have to actually like take another person into consideration and God forbid any of us <laughs> have to do that. So essentially, it's just too much work for people. My boyfriend and I both like literally do this too, that 
not so much maybe now i still do it now don't tell him that i said that (laughs) but maybe not and he probably does too fuck it but (laughs) but my boyfriend and i will do this that like when we tell stories about our past we tell them in a way that makes us sound more well versed like literally like what more like ran through is that is that cute i guess apparently and i don't know what the fuck that's about or what i'm trying to like prove to him like that i'm cooler or like he's trying to show me that he, like I don't know we're trying to like show each other that we're like desirable individuals that had a cool sexy past I don't I don't fucking get it like okay one time he when we very first started like I don't even know if we were actually dating yet we might have still been talking hanging out and we somehow got on the topic of people that have had sex with multiple people in one day probably because I fucking felt this type of way that I was like not that type of person but I wanted to be and so something probably came up around that I didn't say anything that I did it but he did he said oh yeah I've done that I was like oh really that makes me feel great so I so me like trying to like get all the info because I'm a psycho and want to know every little piece of information that is around his past and who he's been with and like give me the give me the dirty deets babe so he fucking tells me he like was on a road trip back to school he went to school in utah and that he met up with a girl at home and hooked up with her there and then he knew a girl on the way and hooked up with her and then when he got back to school he hooked up with somebody but it was like all in a 24 hour period. I swear, like my memory might be skewed, but I swear to God, I feel like he like somehow roped like five or six people into that. But that can't be possible. I mean, that's gross, right? And why do we do that? Because my reaction to that when he said that should have been like, you're dirty. But that wasn't. I was like, so I'm going to I want to be one of them, too. Or like, I, I want to be good enough to fucking sleep with that many people, too. And so he tells me this story and then maybe like, honestly, it wasn't that long ago, like maybe six months ago. Like I never brought that shit up again. And then I said something about it, just like busting his balls for it. And he was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you told me X, Y, and Z. And he was like, oh, oh no, that, that didn't happen. I was just trying to impress you. Like, Why? Why would that impress me first? Second of all, did it? Yeah. Third, like what is that why do we do that like okay something I'll do like I will straight up tell stories and say oh yeah there was this guy that I was talking to that x y and z happened as if I hadn't told like a story about the same person 10 minutes ago but I want to make it sound like I had more people in my past so I'll take stuff that happened with the same people same person whatever and break that shit up into yeah a guy I was talking to just to make me sound like I had more people in my past that desired me what is that why why do I do that why is that a thing and obviously I don't just do it why do we do that I don't get it I've just been turning heads since fucking 1998 don't worry about it I have so many suitors babe but I chose you so want me desire me think of that as me like what the fuck this actually it reminds me of this the pull that you feel to players like people that date around a bunch like that you want to be the chosen one you want to be the one that he actually really likes and like wants to stick around for so again here we are trying to prove that we're fucking good enough for people so it's it's just an internal issue 
like it's it's an eternal issue it's not something that people actually truly probably think that you're less attractive if they know that you're a relationship person compared to a dating around person it's like that you think that about yourself and that's why you think that other people might think that you're more attractive if you do that because again it's an internal issue because if you think about it like if I think about it specifically I should say I would much rather date a person that has been in long-term relationships. Is that true though? Maybe I would rather capture the guy that hasn't because I would be the chosen one. Okay, you know what? We're getting off track here. Who cares? Who cares who you'd rather date? Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the fact that for whatever reason, we feel that way and that being in a relationship has that fucking shitty ass stigma. It comes back to insecurity. Like it's my insecurity when I am single because I feel like if men aren't flocking to me and sniffing out my singleness that I'm a giant piece of garbage that nobody wants and it's my insecurity when I'm in a relationship and I used to always chalk this up to that it was like the guy I was with's fault but it's not because like I would think I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even want to admit to people that I was in a relationship like if somebody asked me it always made me feel like uncomfortable to say like yeah or in like what why? Like, why? And again, I always chalk that up to like me being ashamed of the guy, but it's not. It's me being ashamed of being a relationship person. And I don't want to feel like that anymore. This would be a thing too, like if I was entering a relationship, like I would feel like I don't have enough bodies under my belt to, (laughs) literally, (laughs) to get into a relationship, like to be ready for a relationship. Like I never went through like a genuine hoe phase and everyone's like, you got to go through the hoe phase. And like, I didn't do that. And it makes me feel again, not good enough. Like I did something wrong. Like, you know, I'm not sexy, cool, desired enough to be able to have that part of my life. If you have dated around under the age of like 23, I want to say 25, but I'm not even 25, so I feel like I'm not at liberty (laughs) to give that statistic, but fuck it, all right? Let's say it. If you are dating around under the age of 25, i.e. you're not confident, you are not comfortable in your own skin, you aren't capable of just letting shit go, I do not believe you that you're having a good time. Like, I I do not believe you. You're not happy. (laughs) I, I, I can't believe that you're actually enjoying that. Like, you have to be so mentally stable for that shit, bro. So mentally stable. Like, now, as I edge closer to 25, I do feel much more mentally stable. Like, I feel like if I was to be single again, I wouldn't have that same expectation if I was to go back out there. Like, I don't think that I would have the expectation to be, like, desired by every man that I walk past and that if I'm not having hundreds of people hit me up that doesn't mean that I'm not desired or desirable that said though I don't think people are actually like genuinely having a good time (laughs) doing that and dating around like I think that obviously it feels good to feel pretty it feels good to go on dates and to be desired and to be asked out it feels good to sleep around and to like be wanted in that way it's fun like for that aspect of it just to like have these meeting all these new people and you know even like having the power to like say no to people but like every other part of it is not fun wondering why somebody isn't calling you back wondering what you did wrong wondering why he talked to you for so long and made you feel like you he wanted to be with you and then as soon as he slept with you he peaced out wondering if you slept with them too soon wondering if you slept with them too late wondering why you're so afraid to sleep with them at all really liking somebody and then they don't like you back they don't feel that same way about you 
you are genuinely wanting to casually date around and people think that because you have an intelligent conversation with them that that means that you want to date them and they flee the scene because they're like oh no that girl's I have to respect and speak to and treat like a human like just because you wanted to actually have a conversation with the knucklehead that you're letting stick their dick inside of you no thank you that to me just takes it it sucks out all of the cool sexy funness of dating around so why does it seem like it's sexier and more wonderful and cooler and just like the better thing to do than to be in a relationship Let's kind of break it down a little bit. Like, why is there this stigma? Honestly, like, it probably, a lot of it is that people think that relationships are boring, that it makes you stagnant, that the people that like relationships might be a little bit more boring because it takes out the spontaneity of your life and meeting new people and going places and putting yourself in positions that you are going to be meeting people. You are just happy sitting on your couch watching New Girl eating dinner that you guys made together at night. It just sounds like not as glamorous. You also have the possibility of like straight up forgetting who you are (laughs) like because you are never alone I think that's a really big issue with relationships is that you spend so much time with this person that your personalities mesh so intensely together which can be a really nice thing but until you meet a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with and you know maybe even then that that shit doesn't work out they might leave you and then you're going to be alone or honestly maybe they won't even leave you like maybe they die like who knows what happens in life and suddenly you have no personality or they don't even leave you or die or whatever they're still with you but you don't have a fucking personality because you don't know who you are because you've never done anything alone and had to make decisions for yourself which then leads you to being more attached and needy which is another thing that I think people kind of go about relationships or people who are in relationships about is that if you become this like attached and needy person nobody really wants to fuck with that like nobody wants to feel that they're responsible for your emotions and making sure that you're happy it makes you a little bit more high maintenance and I'm not talking like just relationships like a lot of the time that rubs off on you for friends and family that you start to hold these expectations for people these things though tend to come from toxic relationships like if you are in a supportive kind loving relationship you are able to be your own person and you're able to not be so attached to needy it also comes with like your own self-confidence and being able to be more mentally stable and control those situations a little bit more whether you're in a toxic or a healthy relationship because obviously this shit can happen if you're in a healthy relationship like especially the one about losing who you are because you're never alone if you're with that person all the time because you love them and you love spending time with them it can be so easy to not make decisions for yourself. I definitely catch myself doing that. But another big thing that I think really plays a role in this is just like people's straight up ability to give up when they're in a relationship that they just don't feel like they have to try anymore. And that makes you less desirable as an individual, in my opinion, because you're not 
you know, showing out, showing up anymore. You know, when you go out places, you don't feel like you have to look that good or maybe you still look good, but you're not like interacting or trying to like meet new people. You're just kind of like, nah, whatever. Like, I don't care. Or you're not even like putting yourself out there at all because you don't have to. Like you just sit with your boyfriend all the time and that makes you happy. And so you're just going to lump over and be cool with that. But this is the problem is it's not just making you less desirable as an individual. It lowers your own self-esteem and sexiness and confidence so that you do start to feel like a dating around life would be more glamorous and fun and exciting and cool because it would force you to be in those situations where being in the relationship, you don't feel that way. It's also not good straight up just for your relationship. Like if you have a life and feel good in your own skin, it's going to keep the relationship a little bit more alive than, you know, just obviously being attached at the hip and just being lazy and not ever putting an effort into communicating with other human beings. I asked all of you, what was more desirable, being in a long-term relationship or dating around? And of the 342 of you that answered the poll, 307 said being in a long-term relationship and only 34 people, 34 said dating around, 307 to 34. So 90% to 10% said being in a long-term relationship was the better thing, the more desirable thing. Some of you even like took it an extra step further and let me know why. Let me know the reason that you felt that way. But one answer that I got back that I felt was particularly interesting was from a woman that said being in a relationship is more desirable low-key, but I fill the void by dating around. Her saying low-key, in my opinion, tells me that she's feeling the same exact way as me, that it's like you're ashamed to admit it that you'd rather be in a relationship. But if 90% of us feel that being in a long-term relationship is the more desirable thing for us to achieve, why does that make it that if we're in a long-term relationship that we lose our edge? I want to normalize feeling sexy for being in a long-term relationship. You're in a relationship. You're not dead, bro. I just want to say again, too, that I am not talking right now to my mentally stable issues, this isn't for you. You guys literally are sexy no matter what you do because you're so mentally stable so you can fuck off. I think one of the sexiest things about being in a relationship is that you're not desperate and you don't give off that vibe in any way, shape or form, but in a confident way, not a like, don't talk to me, don't look at me, have a boyfriend type of way, like in a, I don't need you, I don't want you, I don't give a fuck about you (laughs) type of attitude. You don't need validation from other people. You just like people will come up to you and you're going to be like, yeah, I know. Obviously, you think I'm hot, but I'm interested in somebody else. Sorry. (laughs) Like, isn't that so much fun? (laughs) I just think that that's so cool. Which is another good point about how relationships are just so much sexier are because you can just turn people down. And there is just something specifically with men. There is just something so liberating about turning a man down it just like screams that you have options I really try to be good at when people will ask for my number or something like that I try to say like no thank you or like oh like thank you that's flattering but I'm not interested or sorry I'm not looking for anything right now something something along those lines instead of saying like oh sorry I have a boyfriend and like using that as a cop-out to say like to me that almost says like sorry I have a boyfriend if I didn't have a boyfriend maybe I would give you my number 
which I don't like for the relationship. Like, I don't think that that's cool to say for the relationship. Not that like if my boyfriend said that to a girl, like, I don't think I would think that. I probably would because I'm a psycho, but I don't know. I just feel like that's like what that's almost insinuating. So I don't want to give that message to my relationship, but I also don't want to give the guy that much power. Like I want that power. I want to be the one that's making my decision. I want to be the one saying like, sorry, I'm not interested in you, especially because nine times out of 10, when that happens, it's never somebody that you're interested in. Like the hottest guy in the world never walks up to you and is like, hey, what's your number? That just like doesn't happen or at least it doesn't happen to me. Here's where we're getting a little bit more toxic. Uh, We have the power in a relationship to get whatever we want whenever we want it. Because you're with that person, you know how they operate. So you can manipulate them (laughs) to doing what you want. No matter how long you have been with that person, every time it works, it feels fucking good. Like every single time. You're like, fuck yeah, I did it. It's working smarter, not harder. Like if you ask your boyfriend, babe, will you buy me a drink? He'll buy it. Like guaranteed. Guaranteed. Now you're not fucking out here stalking the whole bar looking for somebody that's just cute enough, but also looks just gullible enough that they'll buy you a drink. Then you got to fucking flirt with them. And then you got to worry about them following you around afterwards. Maybe they'll buy you another one. So like that's a plus. But, you know, there's just so much more work that goes into that. If you got a boyfriend, it's the fucking bomb. Like even if he doesn't want to buy it for you, like, you know, he was going out didn't really want to spend the money you said babe I got us for dinner and drinks let's go out but then you get to the drinks and you're like fuck I spent a little too much on dinner you get to the drinks and you're like babe will you, will you would you buy me a drink like however you fucking say it to have to make it work his ego way too high that works specifically for men sorry guys that's not gonna work on the girls <laughs> but specifically for straight men that's gonna fucking work another one that is going to be specific for straight men is Like, okay, let's say you want to leave a party and like you're like, but he really wants to be there. But you're like, I'm over this. I don't want to be here anymore. Just make him feel like he's about to have the best sex of his life when he leaves. Like, just be like, you know, work it, do your thing and make him think in whatever way that you have to that he's going to get laid that night. The best part, you don't even have to do it. You don't even have to do it. You literally can just like come home and something happened between the car and here I don't know. The alcohol hit you. You just got really tired. Play it off like you're going to do it. Golden. You're out of that party. That's what's important. And I guarantee you he'll probably buy you breakfast in the morning anyways. However, for my listeners interested in women, that shit's not going to work. Like, I don't give a fuck if you want to have sex. Like, that's your own problem. Go jack off in the bathroom. I want to stay at the party with my friends. What will work potentially for me is if you offer to buy me my favorite food. Like, if you're like, babe, can we leave? And I say no to you like four times. And you're like, babe, I will buy you Red Lobster if we can leave this place. Or even like that night, I will buy you a burrito if we can leave right now. The reason the sex thing won't work because like you, then you have to have sex with me. Like if you use that as an incentive, then like that has to happen. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking hate you. (laughs) Where like guys, they won't hold it against you. I don't think they feel like they can't hold it against you, you know, and then just hype my ass up. Tell me why you love me and how much you appreciate that I would do that for you, that we could leave the party that I was having a great time at because of your feelings and how wonderful that makes you feel. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm the best girlfriend in the fucking world. So that's how you get out of that shit. But regardless, you just 
work your angle to get what you want, you got the power. It feels good. Okay, one of my other all-time favorite things about being in a long-term relationship that is just like so wonderful and great (laughs) is that like they sacrifice things for you. Is that fucked? I don't know. Let me give you an example. It's not that bad. So when I first started talking to my boyfriend, he chewed tobacco and we worked together. That's how we met. So I we were in the office and somebody left like we were in there alone. And so I like turned around and I was going to go kiss him, but he's got a lip in. And so I just like looked at him and just like looked kind of, you know, disappointed and then was like, "Mm, okay. And then like turned back around. I didn't say anything. I just turned back around and sat at my desk and he was like, what? And I was like, oh, nothing. I was going to give you a kiss, but you have a lip in. And I literally never saw a can of chewing tobacco ever again. Like I never saw one ever again. (laughs) And he says, now he says that he doesn't do it because I don't like it, which is that true? Yes. Was that my goal? A little bit. But I just think it's so funny that I didn't even have to fucking say anything. And he was like, no, I'll give it up for you. Or like, just like when they make you a priority, like when they want you around like when they shift things in their schedule to like make you what they want to do literally but no that's not what I meant (laughs) like when they make it so that you're who they want to hang out with and obviously like we we don't need this person to like get rid of everything like we need them to still have things in your life because that's when that's when you get a little psycho on your hands but having other stuff but you're first that feels fucking great (laughs) okay want to talk about a god complex I'll give you one Making a grown man cry is just a feeling like no other. (laughs) Like you don't get that when you're just dating around. It doesn't, it doesn't, if they cry, you're like, ew, but a long-term relationship and you get your boyfriend to cry. (laughs) Fuck yeah, bro. That's the best thing ever. (laughs) That's so fucked, (laughs) but it's so true. You're in like a really bad fight. You throw in a couple extra digs that question if they really even care about you or if you insinuate that they obviously don't care that you guys are together or not and they like start bawling. It's like to try to prove to you that they do care (laughs) and it works. (laughs) That's fucking great. My personal favorite is when you're fighting with them on like ice mode, like I don't give a fuck mode, right? And you tell them that you have to think about it, think about what happened uh, to make it seem like, you know, maybe I won't be able to continue this relationship and they fucking lose it. It's so gold. It's great. You have all the power. feels so good. Literally nobody tell my boyfriend about this episode. Okay. Another one of my favorites is that long-term significant others have to prove to you why you are the best thing put on planet earth it is like an ego boost like no fucking other telling you how wonderful you are and all of your desirable qualities and why you're just the only person that they would ever want to be with it's just it's so great they buy you things and that makes you feel special like they were thinking about you they know what you like they want to take you on dates and you they're like performing for you. They want to show you that they're like creative and that they put thought into planning something that they know that you're going to enjoy. And and it feels good that like somebody put in that effort for you. But it also feels good putting in that effort for somebody else too and being like, (laughs) yeah, I made you happy. That's right. I fucking planned the date of your goddamn dreams. Who else would do that for you? Nobody. Just me. They post you on social media like they are just showing the entire rest of the world the 
surprise that they are dating gets rid of all the other hoes lets them know lets all the ex-girlfriends know that couldn't keep them around that he's fucking taken for life and you didn't make him happy i did it's great it's a great feeling (laughs) okay so on a much less toxic note because am i 100 percent serious about those things yes (laughs) but there's also like sexy good things about being in a relationship again for yourself like things that make you feel desirable and good and powerful you are not planning your entire life around your singleness like when I was single I knew what opportunities were gonna put me in the best situation to meet people and I would plan my entire fucking life around that shit I would plan it around you know where I was gonna go but I would also plan like the social media shit that I was gonna post I had to make sure that the captions that I was using were swipeable that's so much effort bro like it's so much energy that I just don't have to give and I just I'm I don't want to give that so it makes you feel better not having to live your life like that it makes you feel better that you can just like be yourself and hang out and you're not trying to fucking prove yourself to people your chillness is just like literally so sexy like let's say you go out with your friends and you you know, you don't really care who you're meeting because you're just there for a good time. You're not there like fully aware that this could be an opportunity for you to meet the love of your life or even just to meet somebody to sleep with. And even if you are a confident single person that still gives off that energy, that person is probably still aware that opportunity is there and you're still scoping out the room a little bit or you know that you know an opportunity might present itself that you have to like show up for all of that pressure is gone when you're in a relationship and it's fucking awesome like you can literally just like sit there and look so chill and like you don't give a fuck because you don't you can still have conversations with people but it's not like this pressure of well I have to make sure that they think that I'm good enough and like all of that garbage that comes with dating around it just comes natural as fuck because you're in a relationship like you're not consciously making an effort to be calm cool and collected it just it just happens it makes me think of another good thing about being in a relationship and being in situations like that is that you're not leading with your walls when you're single you're trying to make sure that you do the right things and you say the right things and that you're not showing 100% who you are because you want to not come off as too intense or like whatever the reason is that you're leading with your walls. When you're in a relationship, you're not trying to prove anything. So it's like you're more of a smooth talker. Like you're more just confident and again, just don't really care what that other person thinks of you. You're not trying to prove yourself to anybody. You can talk to people that might be interested in you, but you don't care if they actually are or if they take to your talking or not because it's not like you're going to do anything about it. It's just like confidence. Openness shows and it's attractive and it puts you in the position of, I don't really care if you like it or not, take it or leave it. And I promise they'll take it and then you're going to be like, oops, it's taken. Sorry. (laughs) There are different kinds of people, people who like to date around and people who like to be in relationships. Lean into whichever one makes you feel the most full, the most happy, the most genuine, because that's when you are going to be able to be your most genuine self. That's when you're not only going to be the happiest and most comfortable in your own skin, but you're going to 
give that off to other people and it's going to really take you so much farther than trying to shove yourself into a category that you don't fit in or you don't belong in. Just because some people like to be in long-term relationships and other people like to date around doesn't make one better or sexier or cooler or more wonderful than the other one. They both have pros and cons to them. You just got to live in the way that makes you feel as close to your genuine self as possible. That's it for this week's episode, Ishes. If you could do me the massive favor and rate and review the show, I'm not going to tell you what to rate it, but rate it five stars and leave me a honest but a positive review. That would be great. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then don't forget to subscribe to the show. Subscribe on your phone. Subscribe on your friend's phones. Subscribe on your fucking cat's phone because it really helps me out and it's going to help you out because I am just trying to help you become your most wellish self. So let's keep that shit up. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast. You can find both of those on Instagram. And then you can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. I also have a little bit of bad news. I'm going to be on vacation this next week. So there will not be an episode on Monday, but I will talk to you all in April. Have a great two weeks and until next time, Ishes. Peace out.